Welcome to Maple Syrup Blood Money, a Riverdale podcast. Uh, I am your host, Noah Card. Yeah, why did you say that incredulously? <laughs> well, because well, we're not really talking about Riverdale this week. I'm Noah Carden, by the way. And and joining me, as always, <laughs> the Hilda to my Zelda. What? I, I'm i Kyle Cardi. Are, are, are those the characters from A Link Between those Worlds? Those are... Sabrina the Teenage Witch's uh, aunts. So. Oh, I think it's also the name of the purple-haired princess from the 3DS Link to the Past game. But anyway, we've got a a special guest with us today. Introduce yourself, special guest. Hello, I'm Review Cultist. Is is that like your your podcast intro voice? Oh, hello, and welcome to... uh, Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Yeah, because I, I was listening to a bunch of your stuff um, after we we guest spotted on you, which like every episode. And then there was straight up an episode where you were like, "Yeah, I, I listened to some of the old episodes, and like I just did not have rasp in my voice." <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, like, that's back, true. Back in the original ones, I just like I was like, "Oh, hello," <laughs> like tried to like mock oh, like British accent. Hello there, Papa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, we're just our Cheryl voice. <laughs> Mummy. Oh God. Dead. Um, so speak, speak, speaking of Cheryl voice, Noah, why are we here today? Well, we are here since we are in the, the break in between seasons of Riverdale. Um, yeah, uh, I figured we'd, we'd get together and we talk about some of the stuff going on in the Archie comics. We've been mentioning this before, but, um, there's been, uh, like a resurgence of Archie comics in the past couple of years that kind of brought about the whole Riverdale show. And they did, like, the reboot of the, the, the core Archie series and things like that. And uh, there's a particular series that uh, started, I believe, in, like, 2014, something like that, uh, called Afterlife with Archie, which is a, a play on the Life with Archie series of comics. But it's basically what would happen if uh, there was a zombie outbreak in uh, Riverdale and the Archie universe. And... Um, a lot of the stuff that happens in it outside of, like, the zombie, like, apocalypse kind of stuff kind of influenced Riverdale to a degree. Um, along with some of the, the stuff in the core uh, rebooted Archie comics kind of um, informed the direction that Riverdale would go as a show. So I figured... I hope it takes a much more direct approach to being like afterlife yeah, with totally. archie very yeah. soon but uh like we just go full-on walking dead <laughs> yeah so uh i i figured uh we'd get our good friend review cultist who did our lovely lovely uh logo and everything and who had us on his show al dente rigomortis to talk about the raven walker and 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 stuff i figured we'd have him come on to to talk about afterlife with archie since it's a you know a horror comic and all that stuff yeah, it's sort of within your wheelhouse my dude yeah, and I mean, I kind of got into uh, Afterlife with Archie because of you guys, so <laughs> like your show, so no, uh, you mentioned on your show, and so I was like, oh, let's go find that. <laughs> it's it's a good read. I mean, I had no idea about it until Noah Noah told me what was good, and boy, was it good. But Noah, since you're sort of the, the captain of this ship, and and I did almost no prep work outside of reading the comic, because what right. else is new? Um, how do you want us to, to tackle this, this sweet, sweet nugget of, 
of the Archie universe, the Archie multiverse, because I feel like maybe doing a super in-depth analysis of of the first five issues might run a little. Yeah, long. yeah. I don't think we'll we'll dive like too heavy into it, but it's just uh, it's kind of just a weird direction. It's not something you would really expect out of uh, a comic series to all of a sudden like. Hey, let's do this one like spinoff thing that then explodes into a, like its own series, um, <laughs> all about how um, Jughead's dog, Hot Dog, gets killed. So he takes it to Sabrina the Teenage Witch to have it resurrected, and that causes a zombie apocalypse, and like all the other stuff that happens in this comic, like. Um, so, so yeah, we'll just kind of you know talk about the the first volume of it. Um, I know the uh, the writer uh, Roberto uh, Agre Sacasa. I'm not quite sure how to say the first part of his last name. Um, he's like the head Archie Comics guy now, and he's the um, Aguirre? the yeah A G U I R R E. I'm not. I'm 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 terrible with Spanish. I'm very sorry. Um, but uh, he's uh, he's also like the the showrunner and creator of Riverdale the show. So he's kind of oh, like oh well, damn he's that. doing a great yeah, job. He's kind of like the guy to go to for Archie comics. Um, he also did well, Roberto. Thank you for making two wonderful oh, universes. Yeah, he also did um, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which we'll have to talk about a, maybe a little bit in this episode, but do another episode on it. I. I haven't read any I haven't of the Chilling Adventures the of Sabrina. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm still reading yeah. it. <laughs> so. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is, is kind of neat because it's like a a time capsule kind of thing. It's actually set in like yeah. the late 60s and stuff. Yeah, it's not actually connected to the oh. No, it's right? not. Like, it's not. It's, it's its own standalone oh, thing. Oh, I thought it was going to be... Oh, okay. Well, speaking of Sabrina, so basically Jughead's dog gets killed, yep. right? We don't know who kills it. Uh, we, we will learn that in issue two, which I'm sure we'll probably talk about at a later date, which personally I think is much stronger than the first collection of five just because, like, so much bizarre shit happens. Uh, they do actually mention, or they hint at who did it in volume one. Do they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, oh, there's really? some flashbacks of Reggie uh, driving home and accidentally hitting, um, uh, hitting Hot Dog. Oh, in, in the geez, first volume. I'm blanking completely but so juggy takes it to sabrina and he's like bring my dog back to life please with your magics and she's like yeah okay i can do that and then her answer like no you can't you're not gonna do that um so jughead goes home sabrina like spirit aways herself to jughead's <laughs> place and resurrects the dog which as we mentioned is the trigger of the yep. apocalypse <laughs> For she, some she reason. She takes the Necronomicon that apparently the Spellmans keep in their home and yep. and yeah. resurrects um, Hot just, Dog. Just straight up pet cemetery. Yeah, so. literally. <laughs> like, goes and to a swamp. And then when she gets... <laughs> has to be in a swamp. Then she goes back to her home and her aunts, like full-on turn into, like, Straya-ass yes. witches and carry her to hell. Uh, yeah, they basically. take her to, like, a, a the nether realm for a year, and, like, they they erase her mouth and stuff like that. That's actually something that does appear in Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, is the sort of, like, ghastly nature, true nature of witches and stuff like that, but, um... Yeah, they get away from the Archie interpretation of witches and get back to, like... 
the traditional religious zealot yeah. fear yeah, of of witched craft, real dark ages yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, so the 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 first couple of issues is just about like uh, Jughead gets bitten by a hot dog um, after he returns home from being resurrected, and uh, it it's <laughs> right around Halloween, of course. So they're having like a theme dance and everything that um, Betty and and Veronica are fighting over Archie to, to to take them and things like that. Yeah, and it's not like the usual kind of like, ooh, they're, I yeah. like Archie. Like they're fucking nasty. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're getting real, real, real mean. There's some some great uh, conversations I think with, and it's definitely Dilton, Dilton Doily, and a couple other characters about like different horror movies. Like uh, he's. Yeah, I think it's like Dilton and Chuck. I think it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're talking about like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween and how like uh, Freddy versus Michael Myers and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean Freddy. Freddy beats Michael Myers. But but Michael Myers Michael doesn't Myers sleep. Is just a therefore, dude. Freddy can't get to it. <laughs> he's gotta sleep. He's a normal ass dude. Just because he's like nocturnal doesn't mean he doesn't go to bedtime. Um. So, yeah, so they're 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 at the dance, and then Jughead shows up as a zombie, and everybody's like, "Man, look at his costume! That's great!" And then he starts eating some faces. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like straight up, the first five issues are. Let's just call it what it is. It is just like your generic zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. story in the Archie universe. It plays out like a walking. Walking Dead fan fiction with Archie characters from, like, 2009. Which is fine. It's well written, and there's some, like, particularly upsetting parts that, like, I did not expect to be upset by. But it is just a zombie apocalypse story for five issues. Which, if you're into zombies, then you're going to like it. And if you're not into zombies, then these five issues are probably going to be pretty trying for you. Like, I'm not a zombie fan. I'm going to come out with that one. I think The Walking Dead... It's super boring, and I think zombies are done to death. Um, I I think yeah, they're definitely done to death. But I definitely it's it's um it's all about how you use it, right? Um, I think The Walking yeah. Dead just goes on or has been going on for way too long, and it starts to get, and that's what kind of dulls the edge on the whole thing. It it tells the same story over and over again, like. In my mind, there is no fucking reality in which, like, like a Nagin or a mayor does the shit they do to their own people and doesn't get shot to death in their sleep within the first yeah. month. Yeah. yeah. Like, There's no reality in which it, that's going to fucking happen. It's kind of like, uh, like a, a, almost like Mad Max, but, like, a little bit more downplayed. Yeah. With that. Really, yeah, it is. That nature. It's like. It, it's just, it's. It's so unrealistic. It's so unbelievable that, like, this shit is, is fucking around. Like, that there's not a single functioning non-sociopath leader that they ever encounter. Except for the one settlement where it turns out Rick is the fucking sociopath. Yeah. Um... All right, enough enough <laughs> shitting on The Walking Dead. Zombies, zombies are boring. They can be interesting, just like anything can be interesting. But Afterlife with Archie uh, isn't just no. a zombie story, is the important thing. It's also about teenage horniness. It is totally about teenage yeah. horniness. Um, there's, there's, we even get a little bit of teenage horniness from uh, Principal Weatherby and uh, Miss Grundy. Oh, God. 
And yeah. by the way, not pedophile Miss Grundy. We're what? talking like yeah, actual no. like old lady what? Grundy. Back to and the like, comics. Boy, they, like <laughs> they is horny for each other. Yeah, like classic Miss Grundy. But um, there's one panel I have to talk about just because uh, George Romero passed very recently. But there's a a very clear reference to uh, Night of the Living Dead with uh, they're coming to get you, Geraldine. <laughs> oh my god, I did not realize. God yep. damn it. <laughs> That's from. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it it starts with with uh, Jughead attacking the the Halloween dance and people starting to turn into zombies and things like that. And um, this is also where sort of like the weird like incesty relationship between the Blossom children kind of starts. Oh, God. oh yeah. Oh yeah, sure thing. They, they show up to the dance Ugh. like dressed as Raggedy Ann and Raggedy Andy, and uh, Cheryl's like, "Yeah, let's go cause some chaos and mayhem and things like that." And then I'll steal Archie. She she says the same fucking thing that she always says, like in Riverdale, the television show. She's always like, "I want to go cause chaos." It's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> um. But yeah, like. But they they talk uh, about how Archie is a a ball of orange yarn for her to play with. But but you, dear brother, your family, and therefore forever. And there's a great panel of them holding hands. Oh, and it's God. just super creepy. Yeah, it's gross. I also like how uh, Jason Blossom straight up calls a guy who's dressed like Ron Weasley a pleb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that shit's my. Favorite. It's like you dare speak to us, pleb. It's that goddamn Megma and Owl yeah. comic where it's just like that fucking werewolf Jones walks in. He's like, "Bow down, you fucking extras!" Like I love when people talk like that in comics. I don't know why it hits me in just the right spot. Oh my god! But yeah, so I. So speaking of doing zombies right, it's been done a couple of times before, but I do like. When the zombie outbreak starts on Halloween, just because I love that, like, dramatic irony of just, like, that's a real good costume, Jughead. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, oh. Like, and then. It's oh. so choice. And then what? And, and then it's like, oh, man, that's a great costume. Oh, let's go for a dance. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just like. Oh, wow. Or it's kind of like, uh, almost like uh, in Hocus Pocus, when the witches uh, go into that dance party and they just think that they're just singers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, I've never seen Hocus Pocus uh, on on. I swear to God, on my honeymoon, it was on the TV every night. We got back to the room, and I fell asleep at like three distinct different intervals. Isn't like a they're like a ghost in a cat that's also a child. Okay, so I'm just yes. now thinking about this, <laughs> and Hocus Pocus is surprisingly relevant to fucking like the horror Archie comics and stuff like that because there's. Uh, yeah. A soul of a kid put into a cat, or like a teenager, rather, um, put into a cat who is Sa well. He's is that he's Salem? He's basically yeah, Salem. Salem. Oh my god! Yeah, he's not. Oh damn! Uh, what is? This? I can't remember his name. Anyways, I thought Salem was just a cat. Was Thackeray Binks. That's what his name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then there's <laughs> oh a god. like a zombie guy, and then some uh, who's had like his mouth shown, sewn shut. Um, who's like yeah she, yeah who's the like the witch's like oh primary agent and stuff like that oh man you should go watch Hocus Pocus yeah, it's that, a really good okay. movie new show Hocus Pocus <laughs> Hocus <laughs> Pocus <laughs> Jocus oh god that's the comedy podcast where we just tell the same Hocus Pocus yep. jokes every week 
Um, yeah, my wife loves it. I just, I have to see it. She wants me to watch that and Gremlins, which I know is another one that people are like, you ever see Gremlins? It's like, yeah, whatever. It's like the, the it's like my childhood like Christmas movie and my childhood Halloween movie. Wow. My childhood Christmas movie is died. <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, but, um, but okay. So Crazon. Yes. Er- what do you think of Afterlife with Archie? Sort of just in general, like because it's just outbreak at the party. Everything falls apart. We all hide in the Lodge's Manor. People get horny. People die. We leave. Like, that's... Yeah. If we had to boil down the plot beats, that's, that's basically, basically it. what it is. Yeah. And then they escape at the end, but using, like, fireworks, I think? Uh, yeah. Is it? Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, they, they, they use some sweet, sweet, like, Land of the Dead distractions yeah. with sky flowers. Um, uh, so, how do you feel? I, Let's get some I of really you. Did en- I enjoyed it. There were definitely some parts where I was like... Uh, like you can you can definitely like see the beats for like a classic zombie horror like Return of the Living Dead or like just that kind of the zombie fiction is there. Um, but there and there are definitely some scenes where I was like I had to put it down and Larigo hug my dog. <laughs> yeah. Like oh oh man those shit. are some they they yeah. hit you in the feels in this story. <laughs> like, All right, I wanna I wanna come out again. <laughs> and admit another dark truth that makes people hate me. Uh-oh. I don't give a shit about dogs okay, or fair. animals in general. Like, I don't feel empathy for furry creatures. I, and I'm not, like, condoning, like, cruel animal farms or cosmetic testing. That's still fucked up because they clearly feel pain. But, like, like morally in me and that shit does not tug on my heartstrings. Yeah. But this goddamn dog's internal monologue oh my God. fucked me up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why it did. It never works for me. But it worked for me now. I'm like, I was distraught for a couple of hot seconds so, there. Yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty touching. So there, there's a scene in the comics where where Vegas comes. Vegas, who is Archie's dog, comes to his rescue from Hot Dog, who is still like roaming around infecting people, and it is. You get to see a bit of his own, like, um, like Vegas's very simple-minded uh, inner monologue uh, or like thought process as he's defending Archie, and it is like the most heartbreaking thing you've probably seen in a long, long time. Oh God! It's just, yeah. Like when I was reading it, it was just like Archie Master, protect, run, Master, run, Archie Master, run. Yeah. My life for yours. But then when he's a zombie dog, he has some oh, very yeah. it's just... dark things to say, yeah. which, but, I, fuck, I don't know, I was, ugh, yeah, it, just it goes fucked into me yeah. up, it's, it fucked me up, it's, it's yeah. rough, <laughs> I, ugh, stupid dogs, <laughs> I don't like dogs, and not in, like, the way that Eustace doesn't like courage, like, I just don't like dogs, I got attacked by a dog as a child, yeah, I fucking th- hate that's dogs. Yeah taint your view on them for sure can we also talk about um uh, hiram lodges like bomb shelter of a house only if we can also talk about the the time period um or the the time flux that this series seems (laughs) to be in like riverdale like you guys have mentioned on the show on your show and like i've noticed it like riverdale's got some really weird anachronisms but this one also has its own flair of that because like we got reggie in like uh, you only see like hints of his car. You don't actually see the full car, but like, it looks like an older ca- like racing yeah. car or like yeah, it's like a, like a fifties hot, hot rod. Like, and like, 
Archie and his dad are like fixing up an old jalopy, yeah. and then we have cell phones with te- or like smartphones with texting ability and like modern cars in the school parking lot, and I'm just super confused by the time frame <laughs> we're living in here. Yeah, like it's it's very much just kind of whatever the story needs kind of uh yeah. setting material um <laughs> while still invoking archie's like 60s 70s or whatever time period it yeah was from yeah very, very much so. yeah, like post-war era yeah. i i like the aesthetic though like i i think i've gone on the record as saying it before but i really do enjoy these like nebulous when are we kind of set pieces i liked it and it follows i like mm-hmm. it now it, oh yeah I, I just it works for me because it shows like in it, it's an aesthetic adherence but not a plot adherence and i kind of like that and i know that might not gel for some people but for me that that's t- i'm totally down with that yeah no i i liked it too but it was just like i i, I just couldn't help but like more like chuckle at it because it's like what the hell like <laughs> What? <laughs> it is the same thing with like it follows, like because it follows is like you're you're not sure if it's '80s or if it's like modern day or if it's just Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. But like, if we're gonna talk about Hiram Lodge's yeah, like fucking fortress, can we talk about his like battle butler? Because I feel like there's always <laughs> yeah, a battle so, butler so and shit like it. Like yeah. it, it's the Alfred yeah, Pennyworth has thing. like, a, and I think. I don't know if it shows up in the original comics, um, the whole, uh, oh god, I just forgot, Batman's butler. He was a soldier? Oh yeah. Alfred yes, Pennyworth, I, know, you I just, just said it. Said it. I forgot. Um, <laughs> it's okay, uh, I forgive I, I don't you. Know if, no gatekeeping if Alfred here. was like the whole like um, SAS background thing was in any of the original comics, or if that was like uh, a, a Nolan creation thing that kind of got added into the universe um, or not. Well, it was also I have no in. Idea. I think. I mean, in the '90s Batman movies as well, they do mention it that he was from like world, like he was a soldier in like the World Wars and stuff of like that. But I'm not, and like, but I'm not sure if it was like spec off right, right. like that. Um, but yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, I guess anyone his age would have gone to the. the yeah, great that's true. War. Yeah. But yeah, but like Smithers is apparently like uh, this this real hard ass who's like the 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 bodyguard along with being the butler. In, in the the lodge's estate, um, but yeah, like he the the lodge estate has like all these metal shutters and like a command center panic room type thing going on <laughs> that they use to like keep out the zombies. It's it's as if he was preparing for if this universe like because we don't know if this universe contains a the purge situation like it's almost as if Hiram Lodge is like ready for the purge on a yearly basis. Yeah, it's like he's not even like it's not even the zombies. He's just worried about all the other people. <laughs> like when that finally that event finally he's happens. worried about the proletariat rising up to overthrow the bourgeoisie. <laughs> oh, yeah, which he fucking clearly is part of that upper yeah. crust. He has a fucking battle fortress and a battle butler. This dude's ready to fucking and, like, tussle. He's, they apparently have, like, networks, because, like, I think there's a part of it where like, him and... Uh, is it's it Smithers, Smithers? Yeah. I can't... Smithers, Smithers. Okay, um, Where they're, like, discussing, like, what's happening on the outside of Riverdale, and it's just, like, all hell is breaking loose and like i i know the president and i was like what yeah that's right <laughs> yeah okay i guess it's like sure yeah it's, like, it's spreading faster out there 
So we've had this conversation about Riverdale, I'm sure. Um, but uh, Crazon and uh-huh. Noah, uh, now that we're we're clearly doing like a deep dive into the lodges, uh, <laughs> Veronica Lodge or Betty Cooper, which one do you ship with Archie? <sighs> with. Because they are radically different in this interpretation. They really are. Because, like, yeah. I think Betty's a real fucking mean little lady in this she's one. She's kind of I don't much care but... for Betty. She's, she's like, plotting, and I don't like that. I'm pro-Veronica, even though she is also kind of a bitch. <laughs> like, this is kind of, I mean, this, yeah. this, this Archie universe is kind of, like, the worst version of everybody. Like, they're all kind of terrible yeah. people. The darkest timeline. Ironically <laughs> enough, not Chuck though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Chuck is still Chuck's marginally better for right now. Hmm. But yeah, Jesus, I'm I, I'm pro Veronica just because I really just don't like Betty in this interpretation. She's she's a little too nasty. She, yeah, me. she tries to like basically like up uh, Veronica whenever she can. So yeah, I'd definitely be pro Veronica. Yeah, same. One. She's mean. She's meaner to her girlfriend, and I just yeah. want them to get along and be pals. It's just, I don't know. I don't like it. And of course, Archie p- is going to fucking pick Betty. Whatever. Fuck you, Archie. You're oh. such a chump. Also, I like how Archie just never, like, throughout any kind of media, Archie is always the uh, the bumbling, like, not know, doesn't know what what's up at all. Like, doesn't, the bumbling like, horny boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's just like, what? Like, I'm just going to go get some punch. <laughs> Girls like me? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, what? Fucking dull. Um, uh, Hiram has like a vision of of Hermione as like a a, a strange zombie in a dream. Like yeah. we're getting more flashes of the, the specter of Jason Blossom in Riverdale kind of stuff going on. Yeah, Jason Blossom makes it all the way uh, to the to the end of this first arc, which is is pretty cool. But like, uh, there are some bad decisions that get made where it's like, oh, cool zombie apocalypse. Does anyone want to go to the pool and just like dirty dick <laughs> each other? Like, I don't. That's the most on the nose example of horror movie logic I have ever fucking seen in my life where it's like there's zombie apocalypse is all around us it is a new discovery for all of us let's go to the pool for sexual intercourse i i don't i will never be that horny and like even at my horniest (laughs) when i was like 16 years old and just had a boner 24 7 there was no way I would have done that. I'm sorry I'm talking about my boner so much. <laughs> you really guys. are. Uh, I'm just... I'm uncomfortable. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, comfort is of my highest priority. I will yeah. stop talking about my dips. But I do like how, like, Betty, like, is actually one of the... Like, it does kind of start off with, like, Betty going to the library trying to research this. And then Veronica is like, no, we need to go to the pool. <laughs> It's like, no, we gotta work on this. Like, no, seriously, Betty, I need to chill out. We need to go to the pool. (laughs) I need to get some fucking fluffy cotton rips off my bong, (laughs) Betty. Let's chill (laughs) out. But like, cumulonimbus, Bet. Oh, God, get that fucking storm cloud roiling. (laughs) But like, let's be real here. 
At the same time, Betty, what the fuck do you think you're gonna find in this library? Like, do you think you're gonna find the answer in these, like, Encyclopedia Britannicas? Oh yeah, the Necronomicon. We got a copy here at the Lodge Estate. Let's, uh... Fuck me. Like, yeah, like, that's one thing that always bugs me about zombie stories, is like, like, you're not gonna find out the answer. Let's just stop wasting time. Let's just accept the, the plot hook and the premise of our story and move on from there. Like, that is one thing The Walking Dead does right. I feel like they don't give a shit about what caused it in the comics. Yeah, I can't speak for the TV show because I stopped watching that. But, like, wait, I'm sorry, what? Uh, there's like, uh, yeah, they're just like, let's just try and survive. <laughs> let's not try yeah. and figure out what's going on. Because, like, we already know what Dunn did it, and it's that hot, hot dog, yeah. that hellhound. Mm -hmm. But, like, Betty, you ain't going to find that out until the plot shambles towards you. Yeah. Also, that, that seems obvious to me. Also, uh, with regards to, like, the zombie fiction of this one, I like how they went basically with Return of the Living Dead zombies, like the intelligent zombies. Like, yeah, they, they, they are... Primitive there, intelligence. Yeah, like, there's a menace. Like, there's definitely, like, a, a sinister, like, evil menace about it, but they do seem to have some kind of, uh, uh, like, either, like, horde mentality or swarm, like, uh, like a hive mind intelligence yeah. or something. Uh, basically from Jughead and Hot Dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, they, they very clearly are the ringleaders. They have at least human intelligence. It's, and they are good at directing Jughead's zombie hordes. He's got the crown. They know what's up. God, dude. Oh shit! So, he's the zombie king. So no, I was gonna say so. So for uh, like in terms of like red markets, which I think we're all familiar with. Now what's um, that? Uh, that that oh yeah yeah you, that, you know that. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I was up until two <laughs> oh. last night fixing the fucking bookmarks for that goddamn PDF. I hate InDesign. I hate graphic design. Just kidding. I I I dude uh, fuck. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about red markets because yes. I, I just wanted to bring it up because of like there because of a certain aberrant that you can uh, that you can find in that book. Oh yeah, there's the the fuck the me. I was staring at this. The commander type. <laughs> Like that, that's interesting. Like, like I kind of want there to be a like a campaign at some point for red markets of Riverdale. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, dibs, 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 dibs. Cheryl Blossom, dibs, of course. <laughs> dibs. I'm calling it right now. Like now, would you use Cheryl Blossom or would you use her taker name, Blaze? <laughs> oh shit! That is totally her taker name. Oh, that is perfect. Oh fuck. Oh my god, that is 100% her fucking code name, is Blaze. So, okay. And Noah, you're gonna have to play Jason Blossom, because I want I want you to be very uncomfortable the whole game okay. that we play together. <laughs> let's, let's, alright, let's do this at Gen Con. We'll, we'll, we'll... <sighs> Perfect. You guys better but record like, it so I can listen to this. <laughs> oh shit, you're not gonna be there, my dude. Nope. I keep forgetting. Aww. Next year. Bummer. I'm definitely going next Bummer year. Bummer Okay, well, we'll see you next year, because I think I'll still be going next year. I'm trying to add a couple more conventions to my rotation. I think I'm going to do PAX Unplugged, and um, there's one up in, like, northern New Jersey called Metatopia, which is, like, for board game and card game creation, and I have a, a game that I want to test up there. Nice. Um, so I'm trying to get that, that good, good Cards Against Humanity style money, where you have to put zero effort in and hey, you make lots you and go. lots of money. But like it has to be a good idea. You can't just shit out a bad game. Well, all so. sorts of game designers go there. But yeah, so, yeah. When you want like actual real world game designers to tell you your game is bad, that's where you go. Yeah, 
I'm listen. I love criticism. Criticism is how we grow. Okay. So, so um, let's, let's get back to so, the comic. Have. Yeah. Have we said everything there is to say about this comic, though? Because I'll be perfectly honest, not a lot happens no, no, these first five chapters. It, yeah, it's really the origin, The next, so. the next yeah. five are wild. Uh, let's oh. let's talk about the art for a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that might actually so, be super So I like how the it's got the 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 black borders to everything. Um, I think that plays very well for the overall style of the comic. Like it, it looks like something that would be actually done on, like, black paper, and they just, like, ink over top of it. Kind of. Yeah. It's very dark uh -huh. overall. Yeah. I also like, the, like the, the contrasting, like, shadows mm -hmm. and stuff in it. Like, they go for the mood. <laughs> yeah. They, they set the tone very, very well through the art. But, like, in addition to the contrasting, because, like, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again, I don't know, like, art words. Um, but, like... The color palette they use is still very, like, 50s, 60s aesthetic with, like, very, like, rich colors and, like, everything sort of has, like, often, like, a pink or purple, almost neon glow mm -hmm. to it. And yeah. then that gets contrasted by these, like, Stygian blacks, which I think is just like so good. Like, the, like you said, the contrast is just so tight. Like, I'm li I'm look I'm actually literally panning through it right now, and I'm just seeing nothing but blues and then reds immediately. Like, yeah, each like other. the the reds and the oranges like, really like pop really really hard. So especially characters like like Archie and stuff like that really stand out in on the page. Yeah, yeah, they they use color interestingly like sometimes blue is safety sometimes like red and orange is danger like your basic hot cold mm -hmm. kind of stuff but like there's one particular page on in issue three that i really 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 like and it's like when um <coughs> zombie moose and midge drop into the pool and it's eight distinct panels but they're all columns and it's an alternating um, like the top four panels are orange, blue, orange, blue, which are complementary colors. And then the bottom ones are blue, orange, blue, orange. And it makes this really nice, like frantic yeah. sort of siren esque yeah. um, checkerboard that yeah, I I'm actually really looking at like. that page right now. It, yeah, looks, looks really, it looks really nice. And yeah, it's, it's gorgeous. And then like in the successive pages, they, they still do like, spots of orange whether it's like the people and then the background is blue or the background and then like another ch like a perfect square chunk is orange like yeah. it just works really really well orange is definitely the mm -hmm. color they use because it's archie's hair and it's it's a color of panic and it contrasts really well with like cold and fearful actually um, blue. in the yeah. following pages when uh the kids escape from the pool area it you see like there's one shot of them like framed from the back um, moving from the orange into sort of like the blue area, and uh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah, actually yeah. on the next page when Archie is confronted by Zombie Hot Dog, there's a moment where uh, it's a close up of Archie's face and it's mostly blue, but from the direction that Vegas not Vegas but um Hot Dog is coming from, there's an orange lighting going across, so it's basically the danger is yeah. coming in from that direction kind of setup. Yeah, and then the next yeah, it's encroaching. Yeah, 
It's so good. It's so good. And then they like, even managed. Sorry, they even managed to um, uh, differentiate like the memory, like the flashbacks, with like a lighter, like a lighter orange or like a yellow. Yeah, orange. yeah. It's sort of um, a sepia tone. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Like a, a yellow parchmenty kind of color. Yeah. Yeah, like in the next couple of pages in issue four, there's like sections where they're evading uh, Fred Andrews, who in this reality is not Luke Perry, and is instead like a bald man with like a pedophile mustache. Um, but like when he looks somewhere or notices someone, the entire panel mm-hmm. turns orange. And then, like, basically anytime someone is startled, like, and they would get that Metal Gear Solid exclamation mark right. over their head, the whole panel turns yeah, orange yeah, or red. Yeah. And it's I think definitely that's a, great. a great signifier of, like, the, the mood and everything for the scene. Um. So what do you think about, like, the pencil art, though? Like, the line work and everything. Like, it's very it's, simplistic, and the faces are super weird. Yeah. But I kind of think it works. It's not a success on, like, a technical level, but it gets yeah. where it needs I to think, go. I, I think it's 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 real simple for, like, all of the regular people, but when you get to the zombies and stuff like that, and it kind of gains this sort of, like, shaky... Uh, almost yeah, like almost like a yeah, like a vicious kind of scribbling to it all. I think yeah. that kind of works very well for for the the zombie characters because it kind of helps show that they're you know there's sort of these like tumorous rotting things without having to get like super detailed into it. It just shows that they're definitely not quite right and then they're, they're they're these monstrous kind of things. Yeah, I will say it definitely grew on me as I st- read it. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, this isn't Archie." <laughs> yeah. Like, because I knew Archie from before, like with the like the cartoony look to and stuff like that. And I was kind of interested to see how they'd go with that. And then I was like, "Oh, this is a different, completely different style." And then it as it went on, I was like, "Oh, okay, no, I can totally dig this." Yeah, it's pretty wild, but like, yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy a lot. Um, Episode, not episode six, goddammit. Issue six is when I feel like things start to get ratcheted up. Um, But do we, I mean, like, we're already about 40 minutes in. I feel like maybe that's worth a a whole separate episode. Yeah, we'll definitely have to to talk about uh, volume two uh, at a later date. Um, I know there's... Preferably when the uh, full volume comes Uh, out. (laughs) Yeah, I think it actually comes out in October. Like, it actually comes out as a trade... In, oh. in October, nice. so we'll, we'll definitely have... It's a super infrequent yeah, it's series. Like yeah. Every... Is yeah. the worst part. Uh, and same thing with uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I think the like the yeah. seventh issue is coming out like this month or next month? Yeah. Like... It it's it's way too slow for me. Like it's it's beyond a monthly. Like this came out in 2013, and it is 2017, uh, and there are yeah. ten issues. Yeah. It's 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 borderline every six months. It's I think that it's it might be because they're like doing Afterlife with Archie, but then they're also doing Chilling um, uh, Chilling Adventures, and then they're also doing the Riverdale comic. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're doing a comic for Riverdale that apparently like does side stories within the movie, the TV universe. So it is canon, this Riverdale comic. As far as I know, um, I didn't check. I didn't read the full like Wikipedia page, uh, but it was. Yeah. So there's um. Shucks, I'm gonna have to read it. Oh, the art's really pretty. Yeah. 
the, some of the faces are a little wonky, but so like, there's I like there's it. the core Archie series, which is just basically Archie comics, but in a a traditional comic like shape. It's not the digest versions. Um, there's yeah. a, a Jughead series, which is actual like it's like actual proper comic um, stories. Like it's a a full on story instead of being like a series bunch of like bunch of shorter stories that all kind of link together in like a single issue it's like one long story um there's a betty and veronica series that is going on right now there is a uh josie and the pussycats store uh series going on uh and then there's the the riverdale comic and they also put out a uh road to riverdale collections which are the uh, the kind of comics that they pulled from to make Riverdale. It's kind of like this, the the core um, Archie comics they use for for inspiration. Uh. Nice. Like I'm flipping through um, issue zero of the Riverdale comic, and I just want you all to know that within six pages. Uh, we have immediately hit pedophile territory with Grunderman. Like, Great. immediately. <laughs> they just, they, they can't leave it That's alone. That's what we need to bore No. They just fucking, every media must have a pedophile. Please, please, CW, stop. Just stop. Fuck me. Um, I have said all that I can say about the zombie apocalypse arc of Afterlife with Archie. Um, Do you all have any... Like final thoughts, as if this was like a Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> well, um, no, you, you, you're, are, are you guys both like familiar with the original comics and stuff of like that at all? Or? Uh, I mean, I'll, like a negative. little bit, just like as a a cultural phenomena kind of thing. But yeah, I'm just, I was curious because like uh, I, I know one thing that came up to me uh, was, uh, is it just public knowledge um, that Sabrina is a witch, <laughs> or is it like among their friends? I like or. Uh, I thought like in the, whenever yeah. it, isn't Sabrina supposed to keep that secret? <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit. Like re, like like Jughead's not batting an eye at like a glowing, floating corpse of of hot dog as the ants. That like, is, oh, yeah, do their mad, a, do their voodoo. That's a really good question because I know in the um, the recent Jughead comic, uh, the second volume introduces Sabrina and she basically uses a magic spell that whenever. Um, Jughead hears the word witch. He hears cool teens, and when oh, he God. hears the word <laughs> magic, he hears hamburgers. <laughs> so that she can Fuck like still me. be friends with him and talk about this stuff, but without him actually yeah, hearing like... the the words. Like, well, in this grim dark reality, I guess we just have to make the the concession that the main characters know about witched craft from some previous adventure. Yeah, it's... Yeah, like, uh... <laughs> but yeah, like, fuck me. That is a good-ass point. Hey, uh, Robert, uh, get on fixing that, please. <laughs> we found a plot hole. <laughs> yeah, we found a plot hole within one page of your, of your webcomic. Also, uh, just another thing about, uh, regarding, um, uh, Post zombified uh, Jughead here uh, that I'm looking at. Man, that uh, that arm needs to be more than just looked at. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh why is God. he not going? Like, why is his parents not like taken to a hospital or something? <laughs> like, that's a grievous. Yeah, he wound. got mauled. 
He got mauled by a fucking dog. And it looks like, like it's getting worse. <laughs> like You go to the hospital immediately if you get attacked by an animal because of, like, a plethora of things that could be in your yeah. wound. Dog's mouths, and really anybody's mouths, is not a, a great situation as far as bacteria. Um, okay. Well, I think that is it. Uh, we'll definitely have to talk about the, the next volume as soon as we can get our hands on it. There's some crazy shit, like, Blaze and uh, Sabrina, Bride of Cthulhu. So, I'm oh so my god, I'm so pumped! Yeah, I'm so pumped. You have no idea. Awesome. Well, uh, any further words for you, Crazon? Shucks. Um, like about uh, Archie. Yeah, or I about, mean anything. Uh, if you oh, want to just vent about um, something, go right ahead. Yeah, also tell folks where we can find you oh, after yeah. that. Um, well, folks can find me. Uh, I am Review Cultist and Crazon online. Um, you can uh, check out my podcast, El Dente Rig Mortis, at uh, uh, basically multiple outlets. Uh, El Dente Rig Mortis on Tumblr, YouTube. Uh, we have a Patreon um, and iTunes. Uh, you can also uh, check out my art uh, at crazon.deviantart.com. Uh, I do some artwork, uh, actually I do a handful, uh, a bunch of art for, um, the, uh, the Red Markets book and, uh, other, uh, other projects from the RPPR crew. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, next couple of weeks, so I'm going to be going off to Newfoundland, so, uh, I plan on getting, taking lots of video and fo uh, photos there that I will be sharing because it is, I'm basically going into a creepypasta town. Nice. Uh, oh hell yeah! Yeah, there, there's a ta we did. A, I did a creepypasta for when uh, while well, I'll be gone, and I happened to find one that was based in Newfoundland, and it's an actual town that exists in Newfoundland. So I'm going to be checking that out. Well, it was nice <laughs> knowing you. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna be attacked by these fae lords uh, that exist there, um, or fairy lords like the kings of bone, the kings of rot, and the kings of tr of trees. Um, I look forward to that as I run away in fear. <laughs> um, but, Rip in pieces. Uh, probably around the time this... Uh, I don't know when you guys are planning on posting this, um, but your episode with us will be up uh, in the next week or so. Awesome. Hell yes. And I, I, I just... I'm not sure if you posted the thumbnail for it, but by the time this goes up, you Twitter. will have almost assuredly posted the thumbnail. You drew me a Cheryl so good. And, like, I am so excited. The colored like, version looks I, awesome, I love too. it. I, yeah, it looks so good. I'm so pumped. Yeah. I love the drawing. Thank you. It You're was welcome. super awesome being on um, El Dente Rigo Morris. Thank you very much. It was, it was a great talk. Yeah, yeah it was a great show. At some point, actually, I would like because we mentioned it follows on this one. Um, at some point, I actually would like to get you guys on for that because I feel like that is basically oh, a yeah. penultimate creepypasta movie uh, for me. Like, oh, it fits the, yes. the stylings very well for like a lot of of like that kind of vibe that creepypastas tend to give me, anyways, as a horror genre. So, I have so much to say about that movie from like. From, like, my bullshit, I went to school for fucking movies <laughs> bullshit degree that I don't use. I, yeah, I would be so goddamn down for that. Um, oh, my God, I'm so pumped. Uh, so, Noah, uh, where can where can people find well, us? They can find us at uh, on Twitter, at Maple and Blood. 
all spelled out, all one word. Um, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Maple Syrup Blood Money uh, on Facebook. Uh, you can find our Podbean website and our WordPress website at uh, Maple and Blood, all spelled out, uh, .podbean.com and .wordpress.com. Um, you can find us on iTunes, obviously. Uh, you can email us, email us at mapleandblood at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, uh, that's... We get that Twitter uh, yeah, out there? Yeah, at Blood. I think that was the first thing I said, but yes. Good. Well, I, I, was, I was sort of zoned out for a hot second because I just noticed the greatest thing of all time. Um, so sorry for this quick diatribe, but I had a friend who went to Washington DC recently. Um, and like, she likes to buy people gifts and she knows that I love like stupid, dumb, terrible gifts. So she bought me a fidget spinner. Um, (laughs) but, and this is important. It is an official United States Supreme Court fidget spinner. I cannot stress this enough. She bought it at the Supreme Court. They sell them there. Fun fact. Um, it's, it's really poorly made. I don't understand fidget spinners, but it's very poorly made. And I just noticed that on it, uh, on the side of it, uh, this official United States federal government fidget spinner, uh, was made in China. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So good, good economy stimulation, I guess, America, Buying your official merchandise from fucking China. Good job. Really keep those moral fibers up. Oh, man. Um, so. Yeah, fuck so me. That's it from us here at Maple Syrup Blood Money. I've been your resurrected host, Noah Carden. And I have been your effervescent, decaying host, Kyle Cardi. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, wait, no shit. Yeah, years. <laughs> And I have been the review cultist. God damn it. (laughs) Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye.